Hi, I'm Big Nkrumah. And I'm Audio Nerd 64. And we are game friends. We are your game friends. Uh, oh, got it, got it. You can you do that? You do Okay, that's enough. We've been watching Alias. We have. It's been great. Logging on, destroy all humans, fall guys, skater XL, fast and furious crossroads, and swim sanity. Also, Nintendo's Giga Leak, Animal Crossing, Marvel's Avengers, Analog Pocket, Apple and Xbox Game Pass. Halo Infinite, Suicide Squad, and PlayStation. In these past two weeks of nerddom, we're getting into Game of Thrones, The Witcher, Sonic 2, Milan, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Star Trek, Lower Decks, Avatar, The Last Airbender, Captain Marvel 2, Beyond Good and Evil, and DC Comics. And in party chat, we've been playing a lot of games. Watch Dogs 2, Night Call, Mini Motorways, Grounded, Hyperscape, Carrion, and Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima. Why was I thinking of it as carry-on? Like, like a... Like a carry-on like bag? a carry-on bag that you... I, I guess you bring could on say a plane, but if you would... You could say carry-on. Carry-on? Carrion. Carrion? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, Remember planes? I bet that monster doesn't give a shit. No, that thing is... Oof. <laughs> Ugly as fuck. We'll get into it later. Let's start with Spinsanity. Yes, it's out. It's out. Congratulations to Decoy Games. Very happy to see it. Very proud of y'all. It is so exciting. Uh, you should definitely go buy it. We'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, to, I guess, their website where you can get it on the store of your choice. Just just Google Swim Sanity. Just put it in your search bar for your store, whatever game you want to play it on. Yeah. Not Switch yet. Switch is coming later. But if you haven't heard of Swim Sanity, we talked about it a lot. Uh, it's a really fun party game. Something cute for the summer. some fun for the girls and the guys and the families and the kids. The kids can play this one. God bless the kids. Uh, we'll link also to our episodes with timestamps where you can learn more about the game. Yes. That would be good. Yeah. Um, also released to destroy all humans. That The remaster? It's a remaster remake? Reimagining. I, I, think, I think remaster is probably the best word. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you liked the original Destroy All Humans, which is basically Mars Attacks the video game, then uh, y- you'll probably enjoy it. Yeah. I, I didn't get into it when I was a kid. I didn't either. I don't have a nostalgic draw for this, and so I'm not super interested in in the time or money for playing it. It's gotten um, pretty good reviews, like very, you know, it's not going to be game of the year, but it's not bad. Well, all right. That's a... Uh... It's a shining endorsement, <laughs> which I guess is probably true of the original. I just, I just, you know what I remember about the original is the trailer with the cow shitting. And I was like, mm. you know what? Mm. I don't know. Mm. I don't know about this one. Uh, it's not <laughs> a new release, but Cuphead came out for PS4. Uh, it wasn't already out on PS4? No, it was Xbox uh, exclusive. Wow. Well, then it was on Switch. Basically, everyone besides PS4 got to have fun. That I game guess. is hard as fuck. Yeah. Um, Also, another thing that came out, but not newly, is Hyperscape. It came to consoles. It did. Like Uh, I said, it would. So that's how we ended up playing it. You'll hear that. Another new release, uh, Fall Guys. 
it like took over Twitch. It did. Uh, did you watch any of it? No, I kind of want to be surprised. I just need to have money so I can get a P- my PC up and running again. Mm. Um, <sighs> I want to join in. It looks really cute. It's basically a battle royale, but with mini games, like if Mario Party was a battle royale. Mm-hmm. It does look very cute from the pictures that I've seen. I've seen no gameplay. I wonder if it's going to come to Game Pass when it comes to Xbox. They did talk about the possibility of it coming to Xbox. Oh, then great. I don't need to get a PC yet. Yay. I don't have any money. Devolver uh, has some really strong stuff, I think. They do. This is the second Devolver game that we've mentioned so far in this (laughs) uh, podcast, the other being Carrion, which we'll talk about later. Good for them. Love to see it. Fast and Furious Crossroads also came out to literally no fanfare. I didn't hear about it at all. I would have not remembered if I didn't make a calendar of these things. (laughs) 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 And then when I looked for reviews, it was just universally panned. Yeah. I just saw the Kotaku piece. It was just like, this game is bonkers. Yeah. Why did it get made? And... Fair. Also, I learned in the... I was, like, reading the whole thing. I was like, damn, is this game out? Yeah, when is it coming out? And it tells you at the end that it's out. And it also says at the end that it's $60. And I'm like, what? (laughs) That's that's a no for me, dog. Uh, I don't think I'll be playing this or recommending it to anyone. I mean, once it comes out, once it's on sale for, like, $10, because no one wants to play it. Next week? (laughs) Two weeks. Give it a month. Uh, I will gladly buy it just for the lulls. Hmm. Even though I have no money. Interesting. I love Fast and Furious. Like, I would just love to just knock that out on, like, a Saturday. Or, you know what? I would love to knock that out on a Sunday specifically. A Sunday afternoon, I'm full off a of brunch, you know. Let's play Fast and Furious Crossroads and just be mildly entertained and then be done with it. You mentioned brunch, so you're going to play this sometime in 2036 when quarantine's finally over? No, I make my own brunch. Mm. I don't. I don't have to go out to have a delicious brunch and get drunk off of a mimosa. You get the champagne, the champagne delivered. Okay. French toast, brioche bread. Okay. Spice mix. I'm not going to say on the podcast it's a secret. Okay. But my French toast is banging. Compote. Finally. Maple syrup. Skate XL has uh, come out. I have one friend who has played this Mm -hmm. and just universal acclaim from that one friend. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of hard to fuck up a skating game. I'm going to be honest. Well, this is not really a skating game. It's a skating simulator. Hmm. It's a very technical. This is not Tony Hawk. You're not just picking up a controller and like pressing forward on a thumbstick and, and pressing A a few times. This is like... This is like the Forza motorsport of skating games instead of the Mm -hmm. Fast and Furious Crossroads. Perhaps even the French name (laughs) that I cannot pronounce of the skating genre. Assetto Corsa Competizione. I think that's... Which sounds Italian. Italian, not French. French. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm American. I'm sorry. Whatever. They're all white. I... Uh, <laughs> that caught me off guard. Um, we love we love all of our white people. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, that cool. I mean, I would I would I check it out. Well, 
How much does it cost? I don't know. It sounds like that sounds like a full. It sounds expensive. Sounds like a full game. I don't know. I'll watch some gameplay. See what happens. Moving on uh, from the releases, Nintendo. Right after our last episode, maybe even while we were editing it, had a huge <laughs> leak. A huge leak. Massive. And going back to like Mario 64, some real, well, even before that, I think. Yeah. Just like- some real like long lost audio files, uh, confirmation. Yeah, yeah. There's confirmation that certain bosses that the game code implied were there were actually there in Mario 64. Luigi. Yes. A whole Luigi ass in Mario Luigi. 64. And so now Star people Fox are two. modding everything into these games and taking advantage of the source code. Also, I am absolutely going to upgrade my ringtone to be uh, Skippy from Star Fox. Mm. Absolutely. But do a barrel roll? That is not Skippy. That is the bunny whose name I don't remember right now. I put it in the podcast, but that's copyright infringement. Nintendo doesn't like that. So Mm. we'll leave a space here for you to just Put it in yourself. But it's like uncompressed audio. It's not... Excuse you. What? I, le- I wanted to leave a space for the listener to fill the- it in for them. Oh, sorry. A moment. Thank you. Now we can proceed. Okay. God. Uh, it's uncompressed <laughs> audio, which means it's not distorted. Like, it, you know, when you hear yeah. the Skippy going, ah! When you, when you sent me the link and it was like, uncompressed wave, I was like... <laughs> What? <laughs> um, if you love old Nintendo stuff, you should definitely dig into this leak. I think you're going to enjoy what you find. There's just a lot of fun stuff. It's a very nostalgic uh, trip down memory lane. And there's so much of it that there's probably things, even if you do know about it and we're investigating it already, there's probably a lot of stuff that you have not encountered yet. I certainly have not seen everything. Yeah, I know this is all old shit, so no one's harmed. I guess Nintendo is, but who gives a fuck? They're I don't even dollars. know if they're harmed. Like the old artists and stuff are like, oh my God, I can't believe this is seeing yeah, the day. No, Thank God. It's my favorite genre of tweet from these past couple of weeks. Is just the old de- these developers who probably haven't thought about these games in Lord knows in longer that they have forgot about these games for the duration of my entire life. Maybe even yours. I love that my go-to is all the N64 stuff, but the SNES stuff is also It's there. also there. <laughs> it's crazy. It's wild. Wow. Animal Crossing. Keep with the Nintendo. Summer Update Wave 2. It is here. Now we got fireworks. We got dreaming. We got cloud saves, finally. And your Animal Crossing character, your avatar can finally eat shit again and trip. (laughs) It is literally the funniest part about Animal Crossing. And I, like, forgot that you couldn't do it in this game. And then I also forgot how funny it is, especially when you're... Residents see you do it. They're like, oh, no. <laughs> it's so funny. It is very funny. It is so funny. Um, I have not done the fireworks yet. Me neither. Uh, I do plan on doing that this weekend, though. Um, it's been a while. It'll be fun. And the dreaming thing, I think, is really cool because it just lets you visit other people's islands, but not, like, in real time. And they don't have to worry about you stealing shit. Oh, and yeah, and then it's like the it's like the when you go to visit a random island. What happens in the dream stays the dream. It's not real life, right? Which is, Which is some mechanic that there the the dreamatorium, I guess it was called before. Yeah, in older games. So I guess 
<laughs> they're doing the Sims model in a certain way, just kind of <laughs> bringing in stuff from the old game slowly, not including it in the base game. I mean, you know, the nerds. I get it. It's free. It's free. It's free. It's free. It's included is what we should say. Mm, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Another cool thing happening in Animal Crossing right now is Gillette came out with these uh, fully customized uh, download things. So the way that clothing and stuff works in Animal Crossing is that you can buy it from the clothing shop there on the island, but you can also make your own stuff. You can design your own clothes in their little app thing. And if you want to share those designs over the internet, it's a little bit of a complicated process involving your smartphone and a QR reader, but you can do it. And Gillette has created a bunch of those to represent different skin types. People with vitiligo, people who have acne, people who have stretch marks, people who are a little thick, like they're giving you these options, these body positive representations in a bunch of different skin colors. Um, and it's really cool. It, it, it allows you to customize everything about your character, which, you know, we had the power to do, but I guess it's just nice that uh, a company Someone else paid to do is the- doing it. Well, yeah, it's a company in collaboration with some, with an artist who is, is like famous for doing it. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Gillette was not hiring their social media intern to just sit around and make Animal Crossing <laughs> skins all day. Got it. We'll have to link to the person's uh, Twitter so you can see what she's about. But uh, yeah, no, it's really dope. Um, we don't like brands. Let's not forget that. That's true. But, you know, it's nice when brands do good things. Related to this, uh, in The Sims 4 world, uh, there's been a big campaign going on, largely from black simmers, but also some other simmers, but really black simmers, who (laughs) were like, hey, um, there's not really enough skin tones in The Sims, and you guys are doing a really bad job. And they've been providing uh, black cultural mods for The Sims for a long time, like creating black hairstyles, black skin tones, and all that kind of stuff. You can mod the hell out of the game, um, which they've taken advantage of. But they basically started a campaign to say, EA, like, it's actually your fucking responsibility to do this, and maybe you should pay us for all the work that we've done to make your game more palatable to black people. And I agree, they should get fucking paid. Yeah. I have a lot of those mods. (laughs) (laughs) The world is changing. We're coming for you, EA, as well. Hmm. Revolution will be in The Sims. Yeah, no, that didn't, that didn't deserve a comment. We're just gonna keep it pushing on that one. Just thank you for releasing me. Yeah. Um, I also feel released from the Marvels Avengers <laughs> bullshit. I'm done. I'm out. If I can't play Spider Man, I'm not buying it. Thank you for burying that lead. Out of principle, a tradition here, my friends. Out of principle, I'm done. Yeah. So Spider Man is going to be a character in Marvel's Avengers by Crystal Dynamics. Only as a PlayStation 4 exclusive. And no, before you ask, it is not connected to the Spider-Man game by Insomniac. Two separate Marvel universes. They're not giving us a movie. They're not giving us an MGU. It's not happening. Anywho, uh, yeah, people are big mad. Also, the reveal was kind of whack. It just was like, here's Spider-Man's face. It got leaked and then denied and then confirmed. With just Spider-Man's face. It was... Uh, it, this is shit that happened five years ago. 
like when Destiny was pulling this bullshit and locking Xbox out of stuff, when Call of Duty was pulling this bullshit and locking PlayStation out of stuff. I feel like as a community of people who play video games, we decided that we were not going to take this anymore. <laughs> we were not going to do it. Yeah. That, that we were over it. And all of these game franchises are like, everything's uniform. We're not going to be segmenting the populations anymore. We're not doing it. And here comes fucking Crystal Dynamics with a brand new looter shooter of some kind, some variation. Mm -hmm. And the very first thing they do is talk about console exclusives. And now that people have seen the beta, there's a lot of other fucked up stuff. Yeah. Two things. First, for me, seeing all the the trailers and all the war tape and whatever, I'm still not totally sold on this game. Like, this is not going to be a day one buy for me anymore. And I think a lot of people feel that way. And also, I think having Spider-Man as an exclusive to PS4 just left a bad taste in people's mouths. From a game we're already kind of like, mm, I don't know about this. A. B, they said this is not going to affect crossplay, but also like, what the fuck I look like if I'm going to be playing Iron Man on Xbox and then my friend gets to zip around as Spider-Man when they're playing on PS4? Simply I'm fuck mad off. as hell. Absolutely. No, there's no... There's no... What about me? No. I want a web swing. That, it's not. I'm pissed, and I, I will not play the game until that's rectified. There's actually no reason people are like, "Oh, it's because Sony owns Spider-Man." Yes, Sony does own Spider-Man, and that is certainly part of this process. But like, Spider-Man is in Ultimate Alliance on the Switch. There's no problem there. Nintendo does not own Spider-Man. Uh, Sony owns Spider-Man. Not all of Spider-Man, but in this world like for video games they do own him the rights to him and they could grant that to it's not like he's very upset i am very upset i'm not buying it i'm out i might have already been out (laughs) because come to find out they're doing battle passes for individual characters wait what they're doing battle passes for individual characters, and they're capping the amount of progress you can make per day. I am so sorry. I thought you just said that they are doing individual battle passes for each individual character, and that they are capping how much progress you can make on each individual character each day. That's exactly what I said. You heard 100% of what I said. Oh, my goodness. So, quick review. Battle passes are season-long reward tracks that you get better and better stuff for playing more. So, the higher up you go, especially if you max it out, you get the best rewards. Uh, And then every season, you get a new one. That works for most games as a very uh, separate and linear experience where no matter what character you're playing, if it's a game like Apex Legends where there's a bunch of different legends you can play, uh, you can certainly utilize different legends to complete certain challenges to advance the battle pass faster, but it's not dependent on what legend you play. You could max the battle pass just playing the same legend over and over again. Or Destiny, doesn't matter what subclass you are. They don't have individual subclasses for Warlock, Titan, and Hunter, or I should say individual battle passes for them. So 
this seems very exploitative to me because if they're capping how much you can do every day, it means that what they're really trying to do is force you to play more and more and more and play as each character. And from what people are saying in the beta, the combat isn't even that great. And if the level design is as boring as the second level apparently is, why would you want to replay it multiple times even if you're using a different character? It just doesn't, it it seems like shades of anthem all over this. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of just like want to pre-order it just to play the beta this weekend just so I have a better understanding. And then, you know. Do what you will. Get rid of it. Uh, I don't know. From what I... It seems a lot... Like when you were listening to the Shill Up... Sorry, the Skill Up <laughs> review <laughs> of the beta and... I, I, you know, I like walked in on it and I was like, I don't know. This does, it sounds like a lot of what they're doing is like tactics from like five years ago. Yes. And like, that's cute that this game was maybe being, you know, started being made five years ago, but, you know, we moved on in a lot it's of ways. All over again. <laughs> it's all over again. I, oh my, you really think it's going to be that bad? You think I, they're going to be selling that shit for five dollars? for them to change what is fundamentally wrong about this game. I might just, I just kind of like, this is one where I just want to play the beta just to see what's up. I, I look forward to you playing the beta to see what's up. All right. And then I guess I'll just have to do it. Hmm. See who else is playing it. Um, Whatever. Hawkeye will be the first post-launch character added to the game. Great. Um, <laughs> just cares. <sighs> I'm out. I know. I know. We'll see. I'm not there yet, but... I think it would be, like, worse to play, like, um, an Avengers game where I'm just like, wow, this is kind of bites, than, like, not just have, not to play it at all, you know? Like, I still have not seen the Green Lantern movie because I don't want to see them do Green Lantern. Like, <laughs> I refuse to watch it. <laughs> refuse. I respect Hal Jordan too much. That's funny. Um, Analog Pocket went live for pre-orders and then immediately sold out. So... You, I'm not getting one. Are you getting one? No. Was that um, like two hundred dollars or something? It's expensive. It is basically just a Game Boy. Um, it is a a third party open source something something like that. A handheld game console that will accept old Game Boy cartridges. So if you still got your red, yellow, blue. Uh, Pokemons, you can plug them into this thing and relive them in their native glory. That's native, beautiful. not port. Like, there's no oh. intermediary thing. Like, uh, what what's it called on a computer when you do this? Uh, emulator. Yes, an emulator. <laughs> are you a gamer? <laughs> there's no emulator. You play it's games? Native. So uh, people are really excited about it. <laughs> Apparently, it ships in May of next year. <laughs> So if you want one, you're kind of fucked. You might not get one until 2022 at the rate that they're producing them if they're already sold out on pre-orders. Jeez. Um, they just, they're playing Nintendo game there. They need to just make more of them shits. I wonder what Nintendo is thinking about this. Like, if they're ready to sue the shit out of them. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, I guess with all that pre-order money, they'll have enough for a good lawyer. xCloud is not coming to an Apple device near you. You put in the notes for now. I am going to rightfully speculate that it will be never. It's not happening. No, they're going to blink. No, I don't think so. 
The reason why they're going to blink is because they are trying to do this to protect Apple Arcade, probably. Their argument is that these things are not able to be reviewed by them, and that's why it can't be on the store. Not that uh, xCloud can't be on the store, but that because xCloud allows you to access other games, that all of those games have to be reviewed by Apple. The thing is, those games are already reviewed. They're reviewed by various uh, ESRB uh, type organizations around the world to tell you whether or not a game is suitable for a seven-year-old or a 70-year-old. That's the reason why? That's the reason they said? Yeah, that's why they're not allowing xCloud. Okay. Because it allows access to games that they have not vetted. But okay. they don't need to be the ones to vet them. They're yes, they, vetted by other people. Well, to Apple, Apple needs to be the one to vet the things because Apple thinks we're all dumb. That's why I just don't think it's going to last that long like they're gonna eventually figure out how to to do it i don't think they're gonna crack on this one because it's not like oh it's not it's not because uh they can't vet it it's because they can't make money off of it in the same way like you it's the same reason why like you can't buy music on Bandcamp through the phone you have you can like Keep, you can access it, but you have to buy the music through the site. The only way you can buy music on an Apple device is through Apple Music. That's it. The streaming kind of circumvents that, but it's just gatekeeping. The thing is, you're not buying via xCloud. You oh, are, technically, yeah, you are just streaming. You're just That's streaming. true. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. I don't like it. Yeah, they, they're not... I, I think that they would say the argument about money. We're... Ignoring the epic thing, we know that it happened. We don't have time to talk about it because we have a lot to say. Uh, that is about money, and they made it clear that that's about money. <laughs> they don't have a problem telling you that it's about money. I also think this is about money more so than like, well, you know, the Apple. But what money is there didn't... to make? They don't charge Netflix for streaming things to us. I don't know. You can't buy anything through Netflix, therefore, you don't have to buy it. Uh, on Apple. I guess that is a different, that is a distinction I didn't think about. Hmm. I don't think it's to protect Apple Arcade. Let's be honest. No one's talked about Apple Arcade and Well, that's year, the money angle. They, they, they want people, if you're going to be playing games on iOS devices, they want it to be via Apple Arcade. They don't want it to be via anything else. Hmm. I don't know. I still don't think it's going to happen, but that's just me. The reason why I think they're going to end up prevailing is for the same reason that Netflix did. Like, you know, you're, you're eventually going to allow us to stream on your platform because there are so many users. Like, do they want to lose tablet sales to people who are committed to being able to stream on their tablet? No, they want you to still buy an iPad. I want to play games on my phone in bed. Exactly. In bed. <sighs> if I have to buy a cheap uh, Android tablet to do it, then I fucking will. But I if I do that, that just, I will send the receipt to Apple and I'll be like, you change, lost a sale. I'll just change my phone. Please don't do that. For some blue bubbles. Yes. Ridiculous. I don't want you to be green. Ridiculous. <sighs> also ridiculous in the minds of those who give a damn because it sure as hell ain't me. Halo Infinite is delayed until 2021. So, the Series X console is only launching with Game Pass. Multiplayer will be free, though, when it does eventually come out. I think this is really bad. Why is that? I made the argument that this should delay the console, and people Ooh. in the Discord made fun of me. And then I saw some game journalists uh, saying the same thing. 
Because Halo is the exclusive. And Mm -hmm. while Xbox is not trying to be the exclusive platform in the way that Sony is, Mm -hmm. uh, I find it very different for there to be exclusives within cross-platform games Mm -hmm. and exclusive games. And moving forward, it looks like Xbox is not going to have any exclusive game until Halo comes out in 2021, or if one of the other things they've announced recently beats Halo out for some reason. But assuming that doesn't happen, that means we have Spider-Man as the launch exclusive for PS5. If you're the type of person that can only afford one console, if you can afford any console, considering (laughs) the world, um, why would you pick the one where you aren't going to get anything new for a while? A new game, just to clarify, they are remastering a lot of game packs. Yeah, everything's getting, like, upgraded. So you're going to be able to take advantage of the hardware to play games you've already played. Yeah. But you're not going to get that for new games immediately. Ubisoft is not immediately giving you the next-gen versions of Valhalla or Watch Dogs. Cyberpunk said it's going to be sometime next year. Like, there's, there's no reason to immediately upgrade to a console other than something that you can't otherwise play. Series X was already kind of plagued by the fact that there's nothing that you can't play on Xbox One that you would be locked into on Xbox Series X. Like, that was already a problem. Yeah. And now the biggest next-gen thing is not happening for a while. Like, you can't compare it to Cyberpunk because they've already said, uh, CD Projekt Red has already said, that the Cyberpunk uh, update to next gen is not going to come out until next year. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it's... I mean, I kind of was already on the fence. I was leaning towards not getting it on launch. The footage that we saw from the game definitely didn't move me any further the other way. (laughs) And now it's being delayed. So what? I'm buying the next console on launch because I am a fan of the Xbox ecosystem. And as faithful listeners will know, I fucking hate Sony controllers. You do. And so I, uh, I will definitely upgrade. I mean, I want the next-gen stuff as soon as it is available. Um, But it was the same thing for Xbox One for me. Honestly, there was nothing that I upgraded to Xbox One for. I did Mm -hmm. get Watch Dogs, which is a launch title uh, on Xbox One, but it wasn't uh, exclusive to Xbox One. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and I think Destiny too, although it was a few days after. Whatever. I just think it's not good for the health of the, the console sales that this got delayed. It's being delayed for all the right reasons. Like, I support the delay. Yeah, that's true. They are delaying it just so that the devs don't crunch more so than they probably are already, which is good. Always a good thing. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's like a short-term thing. Like, I think up front it's probably not going to be great, but who, who cares? To, you know, I think they'll make it up at some point. I'm just exhausted of the fucking console wars already. That's like, fair. Can we just get one box to play all of the games? I also worry about what happens if 
Xbox is just crushed in the next generation the same way that they kind of got crushed in this generation. Really? You think they got crushed this generation? I think it was like two to one. They'll be fine. It's Microsoft. I mean, yeah, they're going to be fine, but... The Xbox isn't going anywhere. We'll see. Mm, okay. Oh. I think overall this is really bad news for, for Microsoft and for Series X. Xbox and the X stands for existential. Mm. Um, <laughs> ah. Since we're already talking about consoles, there's a bunch of PlayStation news. Uh, I will register that in addition to being super pissed about the Spider-Man situation, Mm -hmm. uh, I learned that my very fancy pro controller that looks like an Xbox controller is probably not going to work on PS5. Yeah, no. uh, They're right in the butt. They were like, well, we have all these fancy new features in the PS5 controller, and this is what the game is optimized to play on, so you cannot play on your PS4 controller. Sorry. I actually sincerely might not uh, bother. Oh, wait a second. Point of clarification. Is it just... It's just the PS5 game, so if you play a PS4 game on the PS5, you can still use a PS4 controller. Yes. Okay. I mean, that's kind of... Who cares? Well, it's kind of a weird place to be in, because if you already have a PS5, you have the PS5 controller. It is specifically a you issue. People like you who are not using... The stock controller. Well, no, because there are people who have multiple controllers for like party games and stuff like that. Um, oh, true. I didn't think about that. Now they're going to have to buy multiple controllers again. If there's a party game on PS5, right? That is a PS5 game, then they're going to have to buy three more controllers again. That sucks. Yeah, it's it. It's not. It's it's anti-consumer. Yeah, I understand that the new controller does cool new things but let that be the bonus of using a new controller yeah like why do i why are you locking me out of using a controller i want to use if i don't give a shit about (laughs) the way that it vibrates (laughs) you'll be able to feel the knife go through the butter as the character (laughs) slices it like i just don't fucking care about that kind of stuff and the smooth bread texture of toast that was only lightly toasted and you can tell the difference if it was heavily toasted and the I don't know. What game was it that I, <laughs> before I bought the the nice controller that I played, it was Detroit Become Human. I was miserable with yeah. that controller the entire time. <laughs> it, it, I don't like my thumbs in that position. I it, know. It is very awkward for me. It actually hurts a little bit. Like, I don't, oh, I just Jesus. don't like it. it. It's uncomfortable. It's the triggers for me. And uh, flat ass I'm not looking forward. Like, I'm hoping... <laughs> That they're just full of shit, and then I'm gonna plug in my third party controller, and it's gonna work. I hope I hope that for you because that that's not fun because that's like that wasn't a cheap controller. No, it was like 150 dollars. Yeah, it was, no, it that's, was really an investment. Yeah, no, that's an investment, and uh, I'm sorry. That's all I can really say. So I'm sorry. Hmm. I hope it does work. I hope Sony decides to be less anti-consumer moving forward. <laughs> Like all the hype is already on your side. I, I don't I, I really don't understand why they need to go for the jugular on stuff. Yeah. I mean it's like they had all this momentum with the Unreal demo. They're gonna have a whole bunch of momentum with all these timed exclusives that they paid for. It is is doing the most. It, well, I don't know about momentum there because there's as much of a backlash as there is contentment. Mm, I guess backlash from us, contentment for PlayStation people. Uh, I, no, P- 
People are mad. Really? Sony folks are mad? I mean, there are Sony fanboys who are happy about it because it is upsetting Xbox people, but people who are not assholes and are just thinking logically about the state of the world and the place of the consumer in the capitalist machine, they're not happy about people getting dicked over and paying the same amount of money for less content. That's nice. I like that. That's good. Yeah, I think most people are not the worst. No, I didn't think that, but I just was like, well... You know, I think Sony people kind of got the luck of the draw on this one. You also have to remember it's not just console people. Like, the PC people are also pissed off. That's true. It is cross-platform to PC, and a lot of people like to play games on PC. They prefer it. Yeah. So they don't get Spider-Man either. And the way that the beta is going... Speaking of which, I know we're recording super late, but apparently they're having a shit ton of technical issues, too, on top of everything we already discussed. No! Yeah. Damn it. Uh, boy. But anyway, uh, on to positive PlayStation news. They did have another state of play or whatever they're calling it. Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time. Uh, they did a full reveal. Ooh. It actually looks really cute. I mean, were you a Crash Bandicoot person? I have a I have a uh, a checkered past with Crash Bandicoot. I can't remember which game this was, but there was one of them where like you started the game and you're collecting like all the purple, like the thin purple diamond things, and then like a third of the way through or whatever, the game is like, oh, actually no, you can't keep collecting these purple ones. They're bad. You have to go back and do the blue ones, which are harder to get. And then I was like, no, this is not for me. Mm. And I never, I just was like, no, this is, I just want to keep collecting the purple ones. Do, never, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. I didn't replay them. I don't, I can't, I have to look I shouldn't it up. say I never played them. I played them, but I did not get into them. And I don't think I ever finished one. I feel. I hope I'm not making this up. I'm pretty sure I have to look up what game it was because it really annoyed me as a child. I uh, felt like Crash Bandicoot was a Banjo Kazooie knockoff. <laughs> to this day, don't know which one came out first, and so have no idea how accurate <laughs> my assessment of this was. Also, they're completely different. Like, yes, Banjo Kazooie is a-, a 3D action adventure platformer, and this is. I mean, I guess it is also. Well, uh, well, the ones I played were side scrolling. Yeah, this so one now is this one, yeah, yeah, yeah. A combination. I would say that there's still some side scrolling aspects of it. I mean, Crash Bandicoot was always cute. I don't know what the fuck Crash is. What, what kind of animal is he? A Bandicoot. A Bandicoot is an animal. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, I don't. I don't think Bandicoot. I always just thought that that was his last name. I have no idea what Crash Bandicoot is, or if a Bandicoot is a thing. I, I'm. I have to look it up. I'm just gonna look up Bandicoot real quick. Okay, it does come up? A Bandicoot is an animal. Oh, I guess they're kind of. They're weird. They're like mice, rat, rabbit-looking things. We'll link to it in the show. Of course, it's from Australia. Anyway, what else is going on? New Godfall gameplay. This is a game that you're kind of excited about. I was kind of excited about it. Now it looks really boring. Also, it's a PS5 timed exclusive. Like, I'm not going to (laughs) buy. My thing is this. I play multiplayer games on Xbox because I pay for Xbox Live. I don't want to pay for the 
PlayStation equivalent so that I can play an online game. Right. When it's cross-platform, there are no, to my knowledge, uh, multiplayer PlayStation games that I really, really want to play other than Fall Guys, and that just came out, and it's also on PC, and it's definitely going to be coming to Xbox in the future per some vague tweet. So, <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why would I do that? There's no good reason. I can't see one. Mm. Anyway, uh, it looks boring. Anyway, <laughs> what? Well, it's a it's another looter shooter, and it's just kind of like well, it's a looter brawler. It's, whatever, no looter. Oh wait, because it was swords in it, right? I was, was I calling it a slash and grab? It's melee stuff. Um, I'm I'm kind of burnt out on the whole concept. Yeah, that's another reason why I wasn't over. I was like. <sighs> already not excited about Avengers just because of what it is. I would, like, give me an amazing single-player experience. <laughs> That's where I'm at in my life right now. Oh. Avengers might be the new word that we have to bleep on this podcast. No, <laughs> never. <laughs> mm. There's been a lot of comparisons. Well. Anyway, a whole bunch of indies also came out. We're going to link to those in the show notes. Temtem is coming to PS5. Yeah, that was one of the indies. I don't know if it's just coming to PS5. I hope not, because I would eventually like to play it. Um, (laughs) But that was cute. One thing that I did want to highlight is that one of the indie games they talked about, Aeon Must Die, some major drama happened after Mm. the live stream. Uh, The developers, who now no longer work for the studio claim that the studio just stole the game from them, that they were overworking them, forcing them to do a ton of crunch, and then just not paying them. And so the studio uh, employees walked, and I guess they figured out how to finish the game, or it was complete enough that they're shipping it. And so they're making full-on allegations of theft. I mean, all work is theft. But this is like theft theft. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> like, anytime that your job stiffs you, even a penny that's wage theft, like, that's the technical term for it. Mm-hmm. So it is thievery when they underpay you. Um, this is, you're right, this a is. completely different level of thievery. <laughs> <laughs> they're not paying you, and they're taking your intellectual property, and they might sue you for talking about it. That's a lot. <sighs> that is, is a lot. <sighs> we need to get rid of work contracts, too. Yeah, Blizzard is kind of like dealing with some shit right now. The the people who work for Blizzard are talking about how little they get paid uh, and making a big stink about it. Meanwhile, Blizzard Activision posted like record profits. Yeah. And we're talking like people <laughs> are working full time and like sleeping in cars like that. It's egregious. Yeah. What's happening? I mean, no one should be sleeping in cars, period. It's what's happening in every industry. Like, of course, the gaming industry is no exception. This is what's happening to American workers all over the place and workers all over the world, I will say. But especially in the United States where there's no protections, um, not to say that this is a worse situation than in certain developing countries or things like that, but in terms of, like, the Western world, it is so egregious what American companies are allowed to get away with. It's really horrible. Uh, I hope those Blizzard employees are forming a union probably get busted Mm, it might get busted there was recently uh the very first gaming industry strike and they were successful 
Uh, we'll oh, post, I didn't hear about this. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes because I don't know enough of the details to really talk about it in depth, but it yeah. was some writers on uh, a game whose name I'm completely uh, forgetting right now. Hmm. But That's dope. It was quite the victory. It was also on our Twitter, if you want to follow our Twitter. Last up, Rocksteady is finally announced their Suicide Squad game. It can be worse than the movies. No, uh, this will at least be playable. I might have a cohesive storyline. I mean, I Rock can't City say shit because I have Arkham Knight them. series. So oh, yeah, no. I, I believe no. that they will take care of their business. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be a Suicide Squad, like kills the Justice League. That to would me. be fun. Because it's, you know, it's a bullseye on Superman's head. Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm very here for it. Uh, I love killing Superman. I love killing <laughs> Batman. I'm down for all that. I do like to make DC jokes, though. Yeah. So, you, so I don't. I feel like you would play this game ironically. No, I, you know what? I actually have Arkham Knight downloaded and uh-huh. need to play it. Yeah. I didn't play it because I was obsessed with Destiny when it came out. I uh-huh. like just didn't have time to play it. Okay. I'm actually super invested in that trilogy. I think it's really good. It is really good. I haven't finished it either. Also, Batman walked so that Spider-Man could fly. And so Oh, absolutely. You gotta put respect on their name. Yeah. So actually no shade to Rocksteady. I'm I'm legitimately excited. Okay. Also, it is true that it cannot possibly be worse than the movie. Are you going to buy it? (laughs) Yeah, of course. Oh, he's going to buy this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, so we now live in a timeline where Big Nick is going to voluntarily buy a DC game. Listen, I will voluntarily engage with DC comic stuff as long as it is not terrible. Unfortunately, that leaves me very few options. However, that's, that's such a lie. Like, you just come on here and fucking lie. Like, I don't. <sighs> Whatever. I'm excited. No one knows anything about this game. Oh, well, we'll talk about this in Nerd Dome, but maybe we'll hear some new details at Fandom. I hate that it's called that. Let's just dive into Nerdum in these past two weeks in Nerdum. Yes. Should we start with that or should we start with? We might as well start with that. Well, let's fucking start with that. To the DC Fandom event. I hate the name. August 22nd, a whole day of live streamed events and panels, mostly around the movies, including Wonder Woman 88, the Flash movie, ooh, Suicide Squad, this game. So many things. Shazam 2, the Batman. We're getting a lot of reveals. Who knows? I have no idea. People are very excited. There's so much shit going on within it. I'm just going to post a link to the schedule. You can kind of just pick and choose where you want to go. A lot of, like, breakout stuff you can check out. I'm excited. That all being said... I won't be watching any of that. None of it? Nope. What about for the... Uh, I'm not introducing DC into my life on my birthday. What about the Suicide Squad Rocksteady reveal? No. So you'll buy it, but you won't watch the reveal on your birthday? No, it's my birthday. So I only I, want joy on my birthday. Am I allowed to watch? Well, yeah. All of this is coming off of the heels of massive layoffs at DC Comics. Uh, I think rightfully it was called a bloodbath. Um, yeah. Like everything is gone. Yeah, on the comic side. Uh, it's, it's really bad. It's really bad. It's I'm kind of like, was this all this really necessary? I don't think it's the end of DC Comics by any means. Like, you know, there's enough of a base 
to keep something going, but yeah. it is we're talking like Marvel a few years before Iron Man bad. Yeah, because Marvel was on Marvel was on its last fucking legs. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they used most of their capital to make that movie. If that movie failed, <laughs> then that would have been. Yeah, it the was end. something wild. Like they gave it was like if the movie didn't do well, they would have like given up everything to do something wild. I don't remember. I remember reading about it once, but whatever. It's 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 not good. The timing was also just atrocious. You have like this big event that people are really excited about, and a couple weeks before, you're like, um, well, here's some pink slips for literally everyone. So that's the problem with both Marvel and DC being housed in these mega corporations. Yeah. Where if DC is not a sizable enough part of Warner Brothers' income, then why spend the resources on it? Yeah. And for Disney, that's a different situation now that we have this very successful movie franchise. But if that wasn't the case and they owned it, Marvel Studios would have gotten thrown out with the trash too. So I feel really bad for everyone who lost their jobs, uh, especially during the pandemic. Like, can't imagine. Um just being in such a shitty situation, especially people who have put so much of their lives and careers, like some really big name yeah. people. Got, I was kind of like, oh. Got taken out. Yeah, it's not good. We'll leave uh, an article in the show notes to check out the full details, but it's, it is not good. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Um, there's some Disney news that we should run through since we mentioned Disney. Um, Mulan is coming straight to Disney+. Plus, but... Not only do you have to be a subscriber, you have to pay $30. Yep. And it's for limited time, right? And then eventually it's going to just be part of the movies that they give you anyway. Oh, is it? I don't know. That I, I don't know. I think that's the assumption that people have made. I don't know if that's official. I've seen that thrown around, like, why do it? You can just wait a few weeks more <laughs> and see it for free. <laughs> well, not for free, but for the price of Disney+. Plus. Disney+. Plus. I don't know. I got to say... As anti-capitalist and anti-corporation as I am, here, I don't think that $30 is this horrible price point. Like, people are really upset about it. And... I mean, that's the price for, like, one and a half movie tickets where we live. Exactly. <laughs> that's my thing. If I wanted to go see Mulan in theaters, which I would... Right, but... Uh, but I, now I'm I'm not right now so, we're not because of the pandemic. Um, I would have spent three times this yeah, to get snacks and the tickets and, and the, Mulan the transportation on the way and his fucking Mulan theme <laughs> cocktail. Like <laughs> that is way more expensive than thirty dollars. Some people have said, "Oh, well, the experience of the movie theater is what you're paying for," and so that makes sense. But if you're in your home uh, theater, turn the lights out. <laughs> I know. I don't <laughs> mix popcorn. I think it's better. I'm happy. Look, I wish oh, I could do this for everything. I need all I need is for Alamo Draft House to drop the recipe for that salmon, that Asian salmon salad. <sighs> okay. And then what else do I need? I hope that every time you mention this, because it's every time we talk about a Going movie, to a movie, you are writing a letter and including a timestamp and just asking for some kind of compensation. I hope that you're getting paid <laughs> for what this you're This episode was about. not sponsored, 
by Alamo Draft House. I just don't think it's that raw of a deal. And if you are a family, like if you have three people in your family and you live somewhere without $10 tickets, then you, there it is right there. Look, honestly, $30 to see a brand new movie in the safety of my own home, that's that's a deal. That's a steal in pandemic world. To me, (sighs) look, I'm not going to a theater anytime soon. To see some mad clothes, who knows how much they sanitize in the shit. No circulation of air at all. You were just in a box. What was that tweet you saw? Oh, oh, okay. So in the movie theater world, uh, AMC is apparently releasing tickets for 15 cents uh, to get people to come to their theaters. And someone was like, wait, why can't I just buy out a whole theater if they're for 15 cent tickets to see Tenet alone? Because uh, they probably put a cap on it. But also, yeah, they could probably use the money. Let's be honest. I will not be doing it anytime soon. I nope. appreciate that there's an alternative. I understand how this can set, I guess, a bad precedent moving forward. Like Netflix could start charging for movies instead of oh, no, Netflix. just a subscription. <laughs> but I wouldn't pay for like at least again, you don't have to do it. Either. You don't you don't have no you one don't is saying have to do it. You could pirate it. You, you could get it for free. You could get it for free. If you really if you really wanted to get it for free, you can get it for free. Absolutely. People watch Blackest King for free. I'm sure. Someone did. It's out the link exists. Yeah. Somewhere. People was listening to Lemonade for free or watching Lemonade for free. Yeah, I just don't think it's as egregious as as some people have uh yeah. inferred. I mean, I don't feel as strongly. I'm interested in seeing if they do this for other movies, which I know they won't. Because, like, Black Widow, we're going to have to never see that. They're not going to do it for Black Widow. I would be shocked if they do it for anything else. I feel like for Mulan, they're just like, look, let's just cut our losses because we don't be making a lot of money off this live action shit anyway. So, I don't know. I, <laughs> I think this is a test run, actually. And if it does really well, that they will do it for other movies. I don't know. Uh, also, Captain Marvel 2 is officially being directed by a black woman, Nia DaCosta. Love to see it. Kudos to Nia. And incidentally, I have kind of for background noise while I've been working for the past week and a half, been watching every, every Marvel movie. Because <laughs> the thing about, oh, I'm watching it for background noise. I'm like, how? Because it like... They'll just be talking and then like, explosions, loud music, explosions. I mean, I'm not, I'm, it's when I'm doing busy work and I've seen them all. I know, but it's, it's just very loud. I guess, I guess I'm jealous because I can't have much in the background in my line of work. It's just distracting. Yeah, you can't. Because like, I can't listen you're to dealing with audio. That and, makes sense. Yeah, and, um, watching loud movies. I'm here to tell you that they're all really good, even the worst <laughs> ones. <laughs> I haven't. Watched Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, copaganda. Your CIA. Yes, is good. It's all movie. good. It's all good. I uh, was Iron Man three the other day. That shit was much better than I remember. Like the Mandarin <laughs> shit is still awful, but overall, it was really good. I also do have to say because we you put on Ultron the other. I think like, during the weekend when I was working, and I was like, oh, you know, this movie really actually did a lot, and I hate Joss Whedon, but. You know, it it wasn't as bad as I remember. The movie is not very good, but what the movie's plot was and had it been in the hands of another director would have been very good. Yeah. Um. So I apologize for all the slander that I give Age of Ultron. It's not 
personal. Listen, these movies are really popular for a reason. And they get a lot of normie support from people who have not deep interest in comics for mm-hmm. a reason. Like, they're they're good movies. Y'all ever notice how I don't say shit when you talk about how good they are? Because I just don't want to get attacked. You would get attacked, so it's probably wise. So uh, you can just attack. Yeah, bring it. Big bring Nick, it. That's fine. At Big Nakuma. I'll defend it. On Twitter. Is there an underscore in there? Uh, Yeah, there is. In between the Big and Nakuma? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At Big underscore Nakuma. I just want to make sure that, you know, the listeners have it right. Got it. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. series finale. I think it just aired. Did you watch it? No. I'm very, very behind. I'm like two and a half seasons behind. I'm still, I'm still when they're in space, I think. I didn't even know they went to space. They went to space. I mean, it's a it's a wonderful show, and I mean, it like you got to struggle through them first two seasons, but it picks up a lot. Yeah, but there, it's a full ass it. show. It's you know twenty two episodes, and they're long. You know, it's not it's not short. Yeah. So I will finish it because I really do like the story. It's very interesting to kind of see how it plays with the MCU, you know, on a larger level. But yeah. Star Trek Lower Decks came out. Um, I have zero interest in Star Wars media beyond major things like movies and stuff, Me unfortunately. Did I say Star Wars? You did. That's a slip. We should, like, leave it in. Yeah, no, we are. But that's yeah. a slip. Yeah. Sorry. That's I mean kinda- it for both. I do mean both. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to watch Bad Batch? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Oh, I'm so upset. I'm so upset. Um, but... It's getting really good reviews. Like, people think it's good. I, I'm not paying for another fucking streaming service to watch this. Shit, which one is this one on? I think this is on the CBS one. Wait, the CBS one is a paid subscription? Yeah, that whole no. show with the gay characters is locked. That's why I haven't watched it. What show with the gay characters? What are you talking about? There's a new Star Trek with a black woman captain and two gay characters. Oh, that is under is behind a paywall? Yeah. It's not just on TV? It might be on TV, but who watches TV? Somebody. Not me. Uh, I can't... I, I'm not even sure if it's on TV, honestly. I, I'm I don't just, know. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, I'm appalled that it's... <laughs> only because I realized, like, yesterday that Peacock is free. Because I didn't think it was. I think that's new, that it's free. Okay, whatever. I just am so glad that I get to watch another season of... uh... Oh, my God. I really love it, huh? I'm blanking on the name. AP Bio. Thank you, AP Bio. Love it. It's so good. We're getting another Sonic. Sonic 2 got announced. We never watched the first one. Yeah, no. Are we going to? Probably. Eventually. We eventually watched... Detective Pikachu, did we talk about that? We yeah, we talked Detective about Pikachu. Uh, still haven't seen Venom. I'm a bad nerd. I think Ooh. I'm a bad nerd. You know what? If if it's not in the MCU, I'm... I'll watch Venom. It's fucking Tom Hardy. Come on. <laughs> uh, we probably should at some point. <laughs> He's like, it's not worth it. All Tom the Hardy's DC ones, even the ones I'm interested in, I haven't seen those. I still, I haven't seen. <laughs> Let's not go down this road. We'll be yeah. here all fucking day. <laughs> um... Beyond Good and Evil is getting a movie made at Netflix. That, I find that really interesting. I mean, I, this is like the thing that all everyone's doing now, right? It's like, okay, we have the, the intellectual property. We have the IP. How can we exploit it in a million different ways? And like everyone's doing it. And I don't I understand have, where the appetite for a Beyond Good and Evil movie comes from. No. I, I mean, I guess there's an interesting, I think there's an interesting world. Behind. I want to know where the game is. 
<laughs> yes, that is- <laughs> they made a big deal about it two E3s ago, and we've heard zip it's nothing. Like the Cyberpunk show, I'm like, all right, cool. Can I get the game first, and right. maybe I'll be like, can I get an introduction into this? Because I, you know, I haven't played the tabletop game. I'm sure like maybe those people are really interested in TV show, but my introduction is going to be this game. Let me get introduced to the world, and then maybe we can talk about a Netflix animated series. Yeah, I also think that they're just on the video game tip right now because it's so much money everyone's playing video games the witcher wasn't an adaption of the video game but i do think the video game had a huge part in that becoming a reality yeah i want to see a mass effect tv series that would be (sighs) some real shit i want to see a mass effect tv series i don't know if i want to see netflix make it because uh, they don't be giving enough money for them special effects to really be popping. Yeah, you know? okay, okay. That's just me. The thing is, can you tell the story of Mass Effect in fewer episodes? Because that's what an HBO or... I don't know if I would want this. I don't know if I would want the same story as the game. Oh. Hmm. I don't know. So you want to roll the dice on Andromeda again? Okay. <laughs> no. That is, that is not what I said. Do not. Bleh, oof. God. Mm. Andromeda, man. Oh, Speaking God. of uh, The Witcher, there's a live action prequel series that is getting made. Oh. Um. So that's another thing. Is it going to have Henry Cavill I don't with his know. big arms ripping through all of these leather costumes? I think he's going to be constructing a computer. <laughs> uh, that's what I heard. Um, Netflix also fucking up Avatar, The Last Airbender. Oh, we, yeah. The original creators were supposed to be uh, involved in a live-action version of Avatar. The showrunners. The showrunners, really. Uh, and have uh, now left due to creative differences. And now the rumor mill is churning away. I think the only official things that we know are that they were not going to be given a big enough budget and that they wanted to cast some white people, <laughs> and so the creators walked. But now <laughs> there's people who are also alleging that they wanted to age up the characters so they could do blood and gore and sex and stuff, and that that was a huge part of the creative differences. And then there were other rumors that were like, those rumors are rumors, and they're not real, and we don't actually know. And in fact, it's not that. And so who fucking knows exactly what happened? Who cares? We're not getting a live-action Avatar, which I think I'm fine with. I'm no longer excited for it. I do think we're still going to get it. Like, oh, they still, the oh, they're, oh, they're going to do it like Boondocks? Yeah. Oh, shit. It's not going to be good at all. Yeah. I mean, that's why the M. Night Shyamalan thing fucking sucked, because the creators were not involved in it. And uh, I don't understand how you let the creators walk. The fans are going like, <laughs> to be yeah. there for you if the creator's part of the process. I mean, if any fandom is loyal like that, it's Avatar. Like, <sighs> co- come on. No. It was no. trending on Twitter like for an entire day to cancel the Netflix adaption. <laughs> Adaptation? <laughs> I think I said it wrong. Let's sign a petition. Just kidding. They don't do anything. But Toph is getting a graphic novel, which is cool. Who's putting that on? Who's doing that? I don't know. I don't know who publishes their stuff. I think Nickelodeon still owns the IP, so it's got to be in conjunction with them. I mean, they're working with Netflix on the shows, too. So That's cool. I just have a flashback to that. Because you showed me some clips from the the old movie, 
I just keep having that flashback from all those earthbenders doing the cha-cha slide and that very slow moving rock. Embarrassing. I'm, we'll have to link it in the show notes. I fell out. Because you, you kind of realize how slow the rock is moving. And I'm like, what, what is going on? It's just very sad and I don't like to think about it. <laughs> don't like to think about it at all. <sighs> George R. R. Martin is uh, endorsing Biden-Harris because he is ready to go to jail. Call her up. I was waiting. I was like, where is he going to put this in? And I, it, it's, of course, it's, this is the easy. It's the easiest one. I wish you used a little bit more creativity. It's not my fault. I mean, she's a one-note incarcerator, and I'm a one-note joke master. George R. R. Martin said if he didn't finish Winds of Winter, by a certain time, we could put him in jail. Period. Does anyone take him up on this offer? Uh, I bet people would try, especially now that he wow. fucked up the Hugo Award so bad. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's really late on this fucking book. Uh, I think people are actually coming to grips with the fact that we're never going to get it. Um, <laughs> which is, is fine by me because actually he's kind of a piece of shit. Like, this whole situation with the Hugo Awards is really bad. We will link a summary in the show notes to what his shenanigans were, but it was a lot of um, racial microaggressions, but they all added up into him just coming off really racist. He was the Toastmaster at the Hugo Awards, which is virtual because of the pandemic, and I guess mispronounced a lot of the names of people of color. He completely reduced this author who won Best Novel three years in a row, happens to be a black woman, Mm -hmm. uh, and compared her triumph in doing that to someone who previously had won three Hugo Awards for Best Novel, but not consecutively, and was a huge racist. (laughs) We love that. We love racism. I guess that's why there was no black people in Game of Thrones. Oh <laughs> well, there are black people, but you know. Well, yeah, y'all watch the show. We have to remove their dicks. I think, if anything, that's a transition for some music. Wow, I know what I'm calling for the music. It's like, whoa, the, yeah, it must be really bad. <laughs> oh God. Party chat. What have you been playing? What have I been playing? Watch Dogs 2 first. Ooh. Well, yeah, you know, it's, I played a little bit of the first one, never finished it. Uh, I never played the second one, and I'm so excited about Watch Dogs Legion. I was like, I need some backstory. It's great. We never talked about it. So yeah. You, so you play as this, like, tech dude. His name is Marcus. He's a very nerdy, lovable black guy. Negro. He's... <laughs> Yeah, he's black. He's a Negro. Uh, And uh, 
Oh, and you start the game off, you're like testing to become a part of DeadSec, which is like this hacker. It's like if Anonymous was really dramatic and was in everybody's business all the time, except for like only some of the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very much like, <laughs> it's kind of a caricature. <laughs> so, to it is extent, definitely a caricature of Anonymous, 100%. Yeah, in a way that is just like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's silly. Um, but yeah, then you get recruited and you start doing things for them. And, you know, you're like, it's a fun. So it's like one of those games where you're like running around and doing things. Uh, but the twist is that you can like hack shit. So you have a little bot that can like go around. You have a little drone that can fly, that gets 3D printed, mind you. Uh, and then you can also use your phone to like hack into NPCs, phones, enemies, phones. You can like change the traffic lights, whatever. Watch House 2 has been out for a while. Just in case you didn't know, but that's, you know, and it's fun. I really like it. GTA with hacking is how I. Yeah, GTA with hacking. It. And also less offensive. <laughs> Much less offensive. <laughs> They're not trying to like shock you. They definitely have a lot of edgy and satirical humor, but it is not yeah. anything close it's to. It's very much tame. They're still cursing and stuff, but if GTA is rated R, then this is like a PG 13. That's a good, yeah, PG-13. With F-bombs. With, yeah, PG-13 with more F-bombs than one. NC-17, but without any of the sex scenes. That Ooh, that's well, kind of. As far as you know. Oh, that's As far as you know. As far oh my as God, you know. Marcus Gideon. As in. far as you know. I think my char- my favorite character is, I think, was it Weasel? Weevil? It has been way too long for me to. The dude with the, he, he had his... Face is the man. His, his facial expressions are just like a. Like, I know. Yeah I, yeah, I am now aware of who you're talking about. Still could not help you with very the funny. Very funny. Um, I'm really enjoying it. I don't know. I have no idea how far I am. I, I don't think there's a way to tell your progression in the game. Um, I just finished the mission. Where. What was the mission? Oh, the the home thing is like they're like little. It's like if Facebook had like was all up in your house, like for real, for real, with like automated bots and shit, and you have to like go into a test house and like hack it, hack into it. I think you're actually no. really still early. Oh shit! In the game. Wow. I do the side missions a lot. Um. Anyway, it's a lot of fun. Uh. I do. I love these like you know Black Mirror techie like ooh, what's the future gonna be? Because you know it's just fun and it's in a fun package too. It's an exaggeration, I think, of what's already happening. Exactly. Like, people cannot so easily hack into all this stuff, but it is definitely possible to hack into all this stuff. Yeah. Oh, my favorite one, my favorite side mission so far is the ATM one. You have to hack into ATMs, and then you can, like, and then a person will come in and be like, okay, this person is, like, a struggling student. You can, like, give them money if you want. Or, like, this person owes child support. Make them pay it. It's very funny. Yeah. I love it. I'm I'm interested to see if Legion is going to be as lighthearted. For me, yeah. it, it has not gotten to a point where it's like heavy. I don't think so. Watch Dogs, the original. Mm-hmm. The whole thing was dragged down by how heavy it was because mm-hmm. it was this like relatively emo guy who was dealing with the death of his niece that he was responsible for. Um, it's like high drama. This is like. A lot more lighthearted. Uh, it's like, hey, we're hanging out in the San Francisco Bay Area, and like it's fun and cool. But also, there's <laughs> some real shit happening. Uh, Let's get it into gets it. 
serious, like more serious. There's definitely some dark moments in Watch Dogs 2, but it's not anything compared to the first one. Uh, I wonder where the third one's going to land because I don't think they want to return to like doom and gloom the way that Watch Dogs was the original. But if you're dealing with a fascist takeover of your city, (laughs) I don't understand how it can be like sunshine and daisies either. Maybe a few one-liners, but I think that might be it. Also, I think the weather environment has a lot to do with the mood of a game. Like, San Francisco is rarely rainy. There's a lot of fog and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's mm-hmm. it's not—it's very bright. I, I, I got the vibe of, like, fun, bright, yeah. cool city. Chicago, it was very overcast a lot of the time in the game. <laughs> like, yeah. it was very—it was, like, clearly taking place in winter kind of thing. Uh, London— has a similar climate where right. it's very gray skies, foggy, all that kind of stuff a lot. We'll so see. very interested to see how that impacts the game. I got to say, though, it's, this is probably one of the more interesting franchises to kind of expand and change up how their story works. So I think that's interesting. Especially since they're not committed to one character Cap, yeah. or group of characters. They're just like telling a story about our world under this regime. Love it. Love that. What else am I playing? Played Night Call. Started that. Uh, it's like Neo Cab. If there was also a mystery involved in it at the same time, is this that murder mystery one that Edna recommended? It's like a murder mystery. So it's a murder mystery. It's like, a, but and you play a cabbie who was assaulted by this murderer, but you lived. So then you go back to work and you're you know, driving people around and you're trying to pick up clues as it goes along. So the there's the driving more neocab aspect of the game. The half is like the first half. And then when you're done, instead of just like resting and jumping back in, you spend time uh searching through clues, putting the pieces together to try to figure out who it is. And then there's a mechanic of like how much time you're spending, how much energy do you have? for that part and then there's like the money part on the front half and you can like change the difficulty too or it's like let's make it really hard and like really hard to make money and keep it so it's interesting I'm it's a slow burn for me but it's fun is it a mobile game? I have no idea I didn't look into that I guess I can find I can look that up right now if you want where are you playing it? Xbox okay so it's at least on Xbox I think it's game it's game pass yeah got it cause NeoCab you can play anywhere anywhere yeah. I see. Okay, well, that's on my list. I just forgot the name of it. Uh, oh. <laughs> I knew that Edna recommended it, and so yeah. I do want to play it. I'll have to advance it up my list. Okay. Um, I have been playing uh, a few games as well. Carrion, however we are pronouncing it. Carry On. I'm going to call it just Carry On to be funny. Okay. Uh, it's a reverse horror game. As they describe it. What a concept. It's like a, it's not a platformer. It's not a side scroller, but it is a, it's like set up like a platformer. It's set up like a side scroller. Um, It's a Metroidvania type game where you can go back to things, but it's also 
uh, a puzzle game where you're unlocking different areas. The gist of it is that you are a disgusting, red, <laughs> gross monster with a lot of mouths and a lot of tentacles, and you've escaped from your lab, and you're just trying to get out of the lab. And so you are going around, you're killing people, I you're basically uh, invulnerable for a large part of the game, and then uh, they start fighting back. Like, eventually, some people have guns, and that's not hard to deal with. But then there are people who have shields and flamethrowers. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, a shield? What the fuck is a shield? Well, the shield, if you touch the shield, it does way more damage than a gun does. It, like, really hurts you. And you do have... um You don't have lives in this game, but you have life stages. So when you first escape, you're pretty small. And as you eat more (laughs) people... It's the mutating as the game progresses for me. As you eat more people, you get bigger and grosser. (laughs) No. And each stage has abilities that are locked to that... to that size. So if you go to an area uh, and you need okay. to throw your tentacle down the hallway to take control of a human's body, you can only do that at a certain size. Uh, and so if you're not big enough, you need you to can. go back to a checkpoint so that you can replenish yourself. <laughs> if you're too big, you have to find some water and deposit some of yourself into the water and then you can keep going at a smaller size. It's really gross, I but just, I totally got into it. Okay. I mean, look, if you like it, I love it. It was fun and it was free. Included. Well, it was included. But it was free for me because I don't pay for it. So I hate forgetting. You should pay me. <laughs> Actually, no, you pay for like Netflix and Hulu. And <laughs> yeah. But you spend a lot of time playing games. So like the time to money ratio uh-huh, okay. is worth anyway. I would recommend it. If only because it's like a five-hour thing. It's not. Um, it's not very long. And if you're the type of person that doesn't have extended gaming sessions, then it might be a good fun thing for you to get through. But it is pretty gross. So like, just be no. Aware. It's like, it's 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 the sound design for me. The sound design is a lot of like tiptoed type things because the tentacles are touching places and the scrunching and the squishing and the it's pretty gross but it's also really like it's good it's good sound design absolutely done yeah it's not it, it does I think what it it evokes the feelings that you would want it to evoke or yeah congratulations to that team uh also gross grounded played the beta mm-hmm. um interesting tidbit uh well, it's not a beta it's not a beta. It's, full it's early access. Oh, early access. My bad. So the same words mean the different words mean the same goddamn thing. Uh, grounded is out. Uh, it's where you play as children that got shrunk in a sort of "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids" esque way. I did not play the story. I just jumped into the sort of crafting part of it. It's like Minecraft, but you're tiny and there's bugs. Um, now here's the thing. I hate all bugs. That's In a lot true. of ways, I'm like blathers. <laughs> okay. Insects bother me. Uh-huh. To <sighs> So, giant insects, mm-hmm. well I guess they're normal size, you are the small one. But anyway, to me, giant insects not really great. That's relativity. That's Is this relative? Science. Yes, it's relative. Yeah, they are giant. Uh the the crew loves it. Jack, Tim, you've heard them on the podcast before. 
They're in the Discord. Link in the show notes. Uh, they love it. Uh, I'm not going to ever play it again. But for you folks out there who don't mind regular bugs but are uh, arachnophobic, arachnophobic, there is an accessibility setting for you, which I thought was pretty cool. So we can make them like floating blobs or something without legs. Yeah, because it actually was a very interesting piece on how they decided like what pieces of the spider that they would like take away to make it less uh, triggering for people with arachnophobia. Um, Which we'll link to. It was actually a very interesting read. Uh, But yeah, and what's cool about it is that it it starts you off with, it's like, hey, do you want the spiders to look like blobs? And then you move the slider, and then it gets more and more realistic. So you can kind of like, which, I, which oh, is an excellent way. Oh, they don't like way. traumatize you. Yeah, to be like, hey, here's this scary spider. Do you like this? <laughs> no, and they do the opposite. They're like, all right, here is a blob. Got it. Do you want less of a blob? Or do you want to just keep it there? And it doesn't change anything about the gameplay. Like, them spiders will fuck you up. So I actually, I don't have arachnophobia. Um... Like it, it's not like debilitating fear. I, I hate bugs, but I'm not like, you know, it's right. not like a, a thing. It's not a trigger for me. Uh, so like I just had it on the regular thing and now it's fine. It's still ugly and creepy as fuck. I just felt like the whole time. Like blathers. I will play this uh, just to try it out, but survival games historically not my thing. Yeah. Uh, but it's downloaded. It's it's ready for me to try. Good so luck. Have fun. I will eventually do that. Don't I have been, call me. Don't call me. Don't. I don't need to know. I see. <laughs> I have uh, been obsessed with playing Mini Motorways, which is a mobile game from the developers of Mini Metro, which I've talked about before. Hmm. Um, Mini Metro, you just make a subway system, and it's it's more like a puzzle game than anything. It's not a coherent subway system. It's not a simulation where you are creating lines and and managing flow uh right. in a in a simulation type sense but it is that in a puzzle sense uh it's just that the landscape is ever shifting and mm-hmm. one line might make sense on one day but the next day because of a new station that pops up and you have no control over where these stations pop up or how frequently or anything like that um it might you might need to reconfigure your whole network so mini motorways is the same concept except you're connecting houses and uh businesses as opposed to connecting subway stations together and uh Mm -hmm. obviously if you have different color houses they go to different color businesses and so the red houses uh, supply the red businesses and the blue houses supply the blue businesses. And if you have to use the same road for the red and blue cars, eventually there's going to be traffic. And the point of the game is to keep the system intact long enough to keep things moving. And if there's ever a bottleneck and things build up, then it's game over. So your type of mobile game, like this mobile <laughs> game was specifically made for you. And it was funny. I was telling a friend about uh, the Jurassic Park game the other day, and he was like, what? And I was like, yeah. You know, like the what was it? The Jurassic Park Evolution. Yes, it was like part is made for you, you nerd. You just love systems. Yeah, I do love systems. That's true. In the like systems games, not in the abstract. <laughs> Sorry. Well, kind of. I mean, I love Gantt charts. I love Excel spreadsheets. I like. I, I do just kind of like systems hmm. in order in general. Interesting. Um, my favorite part about Nerd. Mini Motorways is that it's not just roads. In Mini Metro, it's just the the stops. Like, that's it. 
in many yeah. in many motorways there are like special things actually i guess there are special things in mini metro like you can build hubs and stuff that have higher traffic volumes and things like that mm-hmm. but in mini motorways the special things are traffic lights uh bridges and highways and the highways act kind of like um, flyovers. And so you can connect one side of the map to the other side of the map with a highway. You don't have to, um, you don't have to worry about what the ground network is. Mm -hmm. It goes over top. It's a, it's a, it's on top of the other roads. And so you can't do multiple branches with it. Like it goes in one direction, period. Like it's a, It just connects two two things. So it can be really strategically important, but it's also really aesthetically pleasing. I'll put in uh, a video (laughs) of a really, really long session that someone did, like a a high score to end all high scores. Oh, my God. It's just so nice to look at (laughs) the way that they do it. Uh, it's, It's cute. I'm trying not to make fun of your... I'm trying not to yuck your yum. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, we both played Hyperscape. Yeah, we did. Came out on console. It did come said. out on console. Top. You love it. I'm trying to give it a fair chance. I've learned my lesson with Apex, right? Because I remember I came on this podcast and was like, Apex is bad. That's right. I, 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 I you know, and I don't want to do that again. Uh, <sighs> Hyperscape for me. So it's Ubisoft's Battle Royale, new Battle Royale that uh, heavily leans or is heavily influenced by Ready Player One, the movie. I will not say that it's heavily influenced by the book. I feel like they just watched that movie and were just like, let's develop a game. That's the exact same joke we said last time. I know. Okay. Like literally the same joke though. Okay. I feel like uh, what a Battle Royale that's heavily influenced by Ready Player One, the movie. I'll make the joke again. Anyway, uh, it's kind of a mix for me between, I guess, like an Apex in that it's like a little non-realistic and also like uh, like Call of Duty and sort of like its map density. Like you can be in like really close buildings that are kind of tightly packed yeah uh and the map is like really big um it's and the an way, urban map for yeah sure. it's an urban map and the way that they instead of a circle that a lot of the battle royales employ they employ like zones closings so you have to like get out of the zone that you're in before it collapses um they denote it by like a digital sort of degradation i guess is the way to, to, that they yeah. visually show it um, it's okay for me. Uh, I think some aspects are really interesting. The sort of power-ups are interesting. Uh, there's a mechanic where instead of, uh, like, so, like, if you already have a certain gun, if you pick up the same gun again, it, like, upgrades the gun in some way. You can, like, do it. I think up, I think you could stack it up to five levels. Um, and then, of course, there's, like, the Twitch uh, integration that we I haven't seen yet, but I think they also just, like, auto-generate some, like, this event is happening right now that's independent of Twitch. It's like the Hunger Games where the viewers <laughs> can have an impact on what's going on in the match. So if someone is streaming your match, uh, their Twitch viewers can influence the gameplay by certain things happening. So I think there was one event that I was playing for where there were just health packs everywhere. That was the event. 
that you could just oh. run around and find. Oh, that was pack. based on someone's Switch. I just thought that like. No, the game will put them in there if no one's choosing them. Got it. But primarily, they prefer. They I, I think it's like first come, first serve type thing. Got it. Um, I think it's a lot of interesting stuff. I don't. I don't like the gunplay. Not the guns. Feathery is the. I was talking to about it with Jack and my friend Jack. He said feathery was the was a good. I thought that was a very good adjective. They just feel light. There's no. That's real, no like, problem heft. for me. They, the, they don't sound great to me either. Yeah. It's not like engaging. I don't goal. like the gunplay. I think that the weapons definitely feel too light. I was shooting an auto rifle and it just didn't shoot the way I expected it to. Yeah. And so I miss every shot. Like I just. I, or. <laughs> I, well, I mean, yeah, I, <laughs> clearly I haven't played enough to get a feel for it, but I can already tell that I just don't like the gunplay. And that's a huge part of my enjoyment of Apex and Destiny and The Division. Like, Destiny if the gunplay some, is trash, I just yeah. can't. Deal Destiny with it. has some stellar gunplay. Yeah. So you know, I'll, I'll. Yeah, I think for me, it's going to be one of those games where I'll pick it up if other people are playing it, but it's not going to be like my go-to battle royale experience. Right. Um. Finally, on our list, I finished Ghost of Tsushima. Yay! I did not 100% it yet. I still have some stuff to do to wrap that up. But I did finish the main storyline. I have to walk back what I said about there not really being consequences about the path you take. Uh, You are faced with some very serious decisions. The Mm -hmm. game does force you to do certain things. So if you are trying to play fully honorably you can't like part of the story is that you have to do something that is dishonorable in order to uh win a very crucial battle Mm -hmm. and in doing so you actually give the enemy a way to further harm the population and it becomes the central theme of the final act is what you did justifiable is what you did Uh, worth it ultimately and it leads you down the path to a choice Mm -hmm. and you get to choose uh, whether or not you will choose honor or not and it it is a major choice it is significant (laughs) in a very (laughs) real way I will not spoil it because it is so significant that it it might actually ruin your experience of the game Um, but I was definitely wrong about that. Um, And so kudos to them for really allowing you to get pulled into the story at your own pace. Mm -hmm. I feel like when they pull the trigger on forcing this topic, um, you're already kind of wondering why it isn't more of a thing. Uh, And I think that it was an intentional choice to do that, and I really appreciate it. Um, In terms of gameplay, I definitely ran into some of the more annoying issues that people were talking about. At some point, they fixed some of the jumping, but there were some really serious issues with the platforming and the jumping. Mm. Um, I realized that it was a feature, not a bug, where if you jump somewhere they're not intending you to, they just kind of float there for a little bit, and then it kind of spits you back out. (laughs) Um, Like, that was intentional. Well, clearly, because it kept, I thought the first time it happened, I was like, oh, this is a weird glitch that I got. And then mm-hmm. I realized, oh, it's not a glitch. That's just what happens every time you jump somewhere that you can't jump. <laughs> My thing is, like, why allow me to jump there at all? There's plenty of places where I clearly cannot right. jump. Um, and so it just seemed a little contradictory. Uh, so I 
I don't want to give credence to the idea that it's not polished in the way that some people were saying that mm-hmm. actually really bothers me because I think it is it it is really polished. There were just a few things that that probably could have been thought out better, but it was not like these are glitches. Right. It it was a choice. They right. made a choice to do that, and you can disagree with uh, whether or not that was the right thing to do or the right way to go about it. But overall, uh, I was really. Uh, taken aback by the mechanics of this. Um, I will say that you kind of need to turn up the difficulty once you become good at the fighting mm. because I was not playing on the the hardest difficulty. And I w- I'm not going to say that it was uh, not challenging or not fun. It was certainly a lot of fun and there was definitely challenge involved. But the final boss fight for me was a breeze. Like... <laughs> It's, it takes place no. in stages, uh, uh, and it's basically okay. the three types of boss fights that exist in the game. It's all in one. Yeah, all in one. <laughs> uh, and uh. it was like a there was a certain poetry to that, right. which I appreciate. Um, but the dual part of it, I just fucked him up. Like I have, I have my special moves. <laughs> I learned every all the stances and shit like that. Like. I fucked him up, and it went really fast, uh, that part of it. Mm-hmm. In a way where I was kind of like, is this what? Yeah, like, is this the end, really? <laughs> uh, it turns out that it wasn't. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. But for all intents and purposes, it was the final boss. Um, so I cannot recommend this enough. It is absolutely game of the year for me so far. Ooh, I don't think my game of the I don't think I played anything that was game of the year worthy. Yet. Then again, I don't think I played anything new. I don't think I played anything game of the year worthy for me yet. Hmm. But I don't think anything new. I don't think I played anything new for this year yet. Yeah. I don't think you have either. Like I have. Um. But yeah, if if Cyberpunk doesn't come out, Halo's delayed. <laughs> Who knows what else is gonna get delayed? Then Night City Wise, I'm just like, y'all, just give me this damn game. That fuck. latest one was not good not for me. I don't give a fuck about Scandinavia and punk rock. I just <laughs> I don't care about that at all. I just that look. I need more than just that. Like, if you're gonna give me an RPG, also let me choose what music I want to listen to. <laughs> right. <laughs> Because my black street kid is not listening to Skinny. <laughs> I mean, he might. Maybe. Some niggas love Scandinavian. Not mine, though. You. <laughs> yeah, it might be a kind of like, I might play it for a little bit and be like, all right, I'm just going to put on Deezer <laughs> and keep it moving. <laughs> we'll see. If you love Scandinavian rock, maybe that's that. I hope, I hope you enjoy it. Those we love a lot of Scandinavian work. rock. It's yeah. no, nothing against that. I don't. I. I just. I don't think it's going to be a, as big as a part of the. It just looks like it's Keanu Reeves's thing. I just don't understand why that was a, a huge feature, part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that seems very behind the scenes. Comes out on a podcast a week after the game's out, kind of thing. Yeah. To me. To me. But when you don't have the game to put out, I guess you have to front load the interest. I don't know. Who knows. Um, anyway, to just put a bow on it, I, I would say that there are some other issues with Ghost of Tsushima, but frankly, mm-hmm. they are not 
uh, important enough to to openly not air. be game of your year, right? Like, like yes, when I assassinate someone who's crouched, they stand up, and clearly there's only one behind assassination animation. Right. Okay, fine. It doesn't break immersion for me. No, it just means you're characters consistent with their right <laughs> and like certain <laughs> outfits don't really make sense in in end game stuff they really need a loadout system yes if different outfits the, yeah. do different things i was constantly changing what i was wearing and they let you change mid battle and so there was often times where i would be sneaking around and then someone spots me i get into a fight and then as soon as i kill that person 10 more people are running up to me so i have to switch armor because <laughs> I, i'm in my stealth outfit i'm not prepared to take on a fight in that armor yeah so give me a loadout system so i can just do that really quickly mm. um Anyway, those are nitpicks as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I'm interested to see uh, whether or not other games hold up. Like, is Valhalla going to challenge? Is Legion going to challenge? Is Cyberpunk going to, like, blow us all away? Is Spider-Man going to be incredible? Who knows? But we're going to find out. We're going to find out. Until then, that was a show. Until then, it was a show. (laughs) Uh... You should tell a few people about us, maybe. Tell a game friend. Tell a game friend. Tell two. Uh, we would appreciate it if you would rate, subscribe, and review on your platform of choice. Yay. We love a call to action. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at GamerFriendsPod. And there is a link to our Discord. It's always, it's always a party in there. Boots and cats. Indeed. <laughs> and uh, you can find us on Patreon if you've got a few spare bucks. If your stimulus money has not run out yet and you'd like to throw some our way, uh, we would always appreciate it. And uh, we appreciate our Patreon subscribers. Sarah, Abner, Nerdy, and Emma. Thank you. Keeping the show afloat. We, we appreciate you. you so much. Anyway, we will uh, be back here in two weeks. I hope you have a good one. Bye, everyone. Deuces. Deuces.